No! It happened, guys. It really happened. The Flyers broke history today, not for the right reasons. And first time in Philadelphia Flyers franchise history, they have lost 13, yes, 13 straight games consecutively as they fall tonight to the New York Islanders 4-3. Again, this is very similar to what we saw prior here in Philadelphia against the Dallas Stars. The Flyers had come up with some energy. The Flyers had some nice moments. The Flyers had a lead. But the Flyers could not get the job done. They again, we talk how many times do we talk about this? How many times do fly we see the Flyers face off against the Islanders, especially a Barry Trotz led New York Islanders team? Flyers get a lead, and the Flyers allow them to, to come back and they blow it and they lose the game. This is literally like the minute that uh, Gerald Mayhew gets the goal in the third beginning of the third period, I knew the Flyers were going to blow it. I just knew it. It's just it's just inevitable. It's just flat out inevitable for it to happen. Oh man, guys, it, it's it's rough being a flyer. But right, listen, I do appreciate those who do check this to check out these recaps and join on in in this pain because it's truly painful watching the Philadelphia Flyers. So really, I truly appreciate that. Real quick though, guys, if you guys do enjoy the uh some of this content, you guys are, are in the same boat as myself. You guys are in pain. Well then do me a solid. Let's 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 rejoice together. Let, make sure you guys hit that like button so we can push this out to some more Flyers fans. And make sure you guys join on this family. Listen, you're already in this family. You're suffering with me. So make sure you guys subscribe to the channel for some more Philly sports content, including the Philadelphia Flyers. And, of course, all these recaps, all these videos get rebroadcasted in podcast form. And you can find that wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, Spotify. You can find it under OI and Philly Sports. And, of course, what is happening at TikTok? What is going on, guys? Make sure you guys keep tapping that screen. Keep pushing this out there. And, of course, make sure if you guys have not already, make sure you guys follow for some more Philly sports content. But we are a very inclusive community. So if you are a fan, even if you are a fan of the Pittsburgh Stick and Penguins, we welcome you on in here. So definitely, definitely join on in in this family. But uh, real quick before we get into today's uh, recap, I wanted to discuss the Flyers news before the game today. Uh, kind of a big part of tonight's game. Um, the Philadelphia Flyers announced, and I, I really, I shouldn't say the Philadelphia Flyers. What I should be saying is uh, uh, Chuck Fletcher has <laughs> decided to add on another coach to the coaching staff, bringing on John Torchetti uh, to be the assistant coach uh, for Mike Yo in this coaching staff that he's got going on. Here's the irony of this, this move here. John Torchetti is actually who replaced Mike Yo once they got once he got fired in Minnesota, so Chuck Fletcher knows John very very well as well. So pretty much this coaching staff is just a bunch of retreads of the Minnesota Wild, um, which was a team that you know had its moments in the 2010s, but as we all didn't really do anything. And now Chucky knows that this ship is sinking, so he decides, well, why not bring John Torchetti alongside with Mike Yo? <laughs> and you know, if, all, if I if this team goes down, we all go down as well in the best Minnesota Wild way. So we got another assistant coach. Uh, I don't know how this is going to change whatsoever, but hey, you got someone else in here to kind of help Mike Yo turn this ship around. But let's get into this game, shall we? Um, this game, honest to God, was probably the first time, and I don't even know God knows how long 
We actually played with the lead to start this game off. Ladies and gentlemen, we actually had a lead in the first. We got the first goal. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the first goal in this game. 57 seconds in. Claude Giroux it, with a lucky shot, a great job on the boards, fighting off in the forecheck, gets the puck, and just literally with the luckiest of shots, fires in towards towards goal. And Sokin, it literally bounces off Sorokin's right skate, and it gets it goes into net. And just like that, your flyers, our flyers, are up one to nothing. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. We got this right. No, 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 no. We're playing against the New York Islanders. Remember, we're playing against the New York Islanders. But good news was uh 12, 12 minutes into this, uh into into the I'm sorry, eight minutes into the period, Justin Braun from the blue line was able to get the second goal for the Flyers. He gets he uh off a puck that bounced right off the wall. Great job of controlling it from that blue line. He slap shots it into the into the uh close to the net. This bounces off of Andy Green's stick, the defense of the Islanders, and it goes into net, and the Flyers would have a 2-0 lead eight minutes into this period. So the Flyers, it, it, look, this was, it looks like this was going to be the night. You have a 2-0 lead early on. They play with so much energy to begin, begin that period, and you're thinking to yourself, please be the night. Please let us be the night. It's the New York Islanders. They're struggling as well. Come on. Unfortunately, though, um, essentially seconds later after that, 45 seconds after that goal by Justin Braun, Noah Dobson gets a goal uh, for the New York Islanders. And now it's two to one. And then to end the period, two essentially two minutes left into the period. It was a great job by Bailey um, to get the puck to, to Matt Barzell. And, and you have Zach McGowan trying to chase down Barzell. There, there's no chasing Barzell. And Zach McGowan's a pretty fast skater. But Barzell, Matt Barzell, <laughs> you have a two on two on one opportunity here for the Islanders. Barzell finds Anders Lee and Rasmus Ristolainen gets stuck in no man's land, and they punish uh, Anders Lee punishes Martin Jones, who started a net tonight, and the New York Islanders would tie the game up heading into the second period. Dude, we literally had the lead for what was it? Thirteen minutes. I'm sorry. Nine minutes of this period, nine minutes. You had this, had the lead. Yeah, you you let it dwindle away, and you go into the second period uh, tied two to two. That to me was extremely deflating. At that point, I just don't, I just did not see how the Flyers were going to even have a chance to 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 get a point from this game. I, I just from that point on, I knew it was, was going to be the 13 straight loss. Uh, gives give the Flyers some credit. Second period, uh, it was a tough one. Um, the Flyers in, in five in the uh, five minutes into the period, the they would allow um, the Islanders to go on a power play, and Matt Barzell would get the would get a goal off the power play, um, and this was just straight up. Um, this was on Risto, honest to God, this was really on Risto. Uh, Parise with a great sh uh, sh uh, saucer pass to Matt Barzell. Barzell had plenty of time to just wrist this bad boy into empty net. Risto just. Literally, it, 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 he, he gets stuck like in quicksand, and he's trying to turn around and try to stop Barzell, and there was nothing that he could do, nothing that Martin Jones could do, and that would be the uh, the game leader, the first lead for the Islanders on the night. Risto's got to do a better job of kind of hugging over to Matt Barzell. You do not want to leave a guy like Matt Barzell wide open, all slot, the way he did. That flat out cannot happen. Absolutely cannot happen. So 
You're going into so obviously we all know we talk about it every night. Flyers in the second period, the worst period for them. Um, and NBC Sports put out those numbers today, and, and it was pretty bad. Some of the stats in the second period, it was pretty damn bad. I wish I had them here for you guys, and I'll, I'll try to get some more numbers like that for you. But that was really bad. However, though, in the start of the third period, the Flyers started off in t- with some intensity, and that was really great to see. And Gary Mayhew, who we'll talk about in a second, his hard work in this game paid off as he was able to, he gets this puck, goes around the net, and then he, he, as he's going towards the blue line, stops, turns around, and then just wrists it, and Sorokin really could not do anything. And it was a great shot by Gary Mayhew in a very much well-deserved goal for him as well. And that right there tied it up. So now, minute into the period, you're tied up. Let's go. We have a chance to finally get a win. Get out of this losing streak. Let's get it. And then, of course, man, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man. Nine, uh, nine minutes in, about halfway point of the uh, of the period, um, the Islanders go on on a quick transition play. Bolivier finds Zach Parise. Parise just one times this bad boy, and not much that the Flyers' defense could do. I mean, listen, the Flyers' defense is what it is at this point. We all know they they just look lost all season long. And Martin Jones at that point left in no man's land. And that really was the difference. Flyers, they went off. They they went on the empty netter, six on five hockey for like the last two two minutes and some change. And unfortunately, there was not much they could do really for a good amount after um, that Gary Mayhew goal. And a couple minutes after that, they had so they had played with some intensity. But after that, so I would say for for seventeen minutes, the Flyers in the third period played without any intensity whatsoever. And they had no, they, I think they had two shots on goal, if that. And that's how it would end. That's how it would end. Just like a game where we had the lead. And this is how it is every time we're playing at the Islanders. We're talking about how the Flyers blew a lead to the New York Islanders. For the past four years, we've been doing the same song and dance. For the last four stinking years, we've been doing this. And they fall here again tonight to the New York Islanders. Let's look at these lines here for the Philadelphia Flyers. You're starting forward line, Scotty Lawtz, censoring James Van Riemsdyk um, and Cam Atkinson. Your second line, Claude Giroux. Uh, Claude gets moved back to the second line. Scotty obviously gets escalated to the first line. Claude was censoring Oscar Lindblom and Travis, with Travis Connecting. Your third line, which to me, I really felt like they played with the most energy on the, on the night. Morgan Frost censoring Maxwell Willman. And Gerald Mayhew. Gerald Mayhew was the man of the game tonight, in my opinion. Man brought energy, got a goal. Um, he really, whatever the Flyers have needed, and I've I've really been downplaying Gerald Mayhew, and that's on me. And I, I really he deserve he deserves some of our respect right now. But the Flyers, whatever he needs, he's trying to bring to this team. Intensity, scoring, um, forecheck, whatever he is trying to bring. That. And unfortunately, it's not enough. Your, your your fourth and final line of Connor Runneman censoring uh, Linus Sandine, who's making his NHL debut, and Zach McGowan, of course, as well. Um, obviously, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, Sandine and Connerman were added to the taxi squad yesterday, but because they played Sunday and Saturday with the Phantoms, Mike Yo did not want to put those guys out there. And of course, they came out here tonight. Yes, no Nick Sealer on the left wing tonight. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Your defensive pairings, you had Yvonne Provov with Justin Braun, Travis Sanheim with Rasmus Ristolainen, and of course we had Cam York with your Ironman, 
Keith Yandel, as tonight he broke the record. He made some history. 965 consecutive games for Keith Yandel as he breaks Doug Jarvis's record. And kudos to Keith Yandel. Um, it, it's it's honestly a great uh, uh, accolade to have to be able to play 965 straight games in this league. That is truly impressive. I wish he was playing on a much better team than what he is right now. But truly, it's it's cool to see Keith Yandel uh, playing for the Flyers. I mean, I remember watching him growing up uh, with the Coyotes, and he he was fun to watch then. He's still f- fun to watch now, and he just maybe if he was playing on a better team, we probably get a better efforts from uh, Keith Yandel. But um, we'll I'll definitely cherish. Uh, it's like when Yager played, yeah, Yaramir Yager played here uh, back in 2012. That was cool to see, and it only lasted one year. Uh, but it, it's uh, it's definitely cool to see Keith Yandel here, and of course Martin Jones starts. Uh, as the goaltender here uh, tonight, but to, to be honest, this is a game that it, it's it was it, the it, the writing was on the wall. In my honest opinion, um, when the Flyers go up two nothing that early to a team, the New York Islanders, a team that always has their number, you know, at some point you're just like, all right, it's it, it, this is too good to be true. To be up two nothing, twelve minutes into this game, come on, this this is way too too uh, too good to be true. Uh, but the Flyers did bring some energy. Um, they gotta they gotta be cleaner as well. Um, they 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 have to eliminate some of those too. I mean, you got you got being aggressive. Um, I felt like the puck possession on the offensive zone, um, it wasn't as precise. Like, you know, there's a couple times in this third period where you know you don't like we always like make the we're in the stadium right. We're in the Wells Fargo Center. You know, we see we have the Flyers are on the offense on the offense in their offensive zone. We're always screaming like shoot, shoot, shoot! It's the quality of shot that's what we need the Flyers to improve upon, and that's something that they have yet to kind of fix. And that's got to that's got to get improved upon as well. The possession in the offensive zone has been better, especially in these past two games. But the shot selection has to be better as well. Um, here and again tonight, uh, I felt like it could have been better, but. Um, listen, these guys, it, it's 13 straight now. I mean, at this point, they have nothing to lose. You got to put it out there every single night. You got to try anything, any any different possibility, any any different uh, combination as far as lines go, whatever. You got to try something every single night because it, we're at we're at the lowest of the low. We really can't get any lower here. Like all we can do is go up. I mean, 13 straight losses. We just broke a franchise record. Uh, it is truly really remarkable. And when you look at this team, like it doesn't, this isn't a team that should have should be losing 13 straight. And that's why I'm like curious as to why um they did bring on John Torchetti. Uh is there a plan? Because we have now what? Uh we we have less than 40 games left now, I think, in this point part of the season. Does Chuck Fletcher decide to hey Mike, we appreciate it, but we're gonna go with John? Uh John is obviously Chuck's guy. And, you know, we talked about it. We'll, we'll look at the schedule again. But, I mean, 15 straight is very viable. It's two more losses. And the worst part about it, the Flyers haven't won a game in the year 2022. We're about to go a whole month January, and the Flyers have yet to win a game. This, this is how bad it is, guy, with the Philadelphia Flyers, man. It's rough, guys. It is absolutely rough, man. All right, let's start off with TikTok here. Today we started with uh with with uh TikTok or with YouTube earlier. So let's start with TikTok today again. Uh, TikTok, we're keeping it Flyers. We're keeping it hockey. If you got any Flyers or hockey comments, obviously tonight against the uh, Flyers playing against the Islanders, 
let me know in the comments and we'll definitely get to them for sure guys but let's uh great uh sports fan for life thank you so much for checking on in mvp i don't i don't know who's the mvp on this team but man oh man it is rough man uh tubby james yo much love from mo stay blessed man say hey, thank you so much tubby. i appreciate that much love to you brother much love thank you for stopping on in man um sports fan for life you just missed it my dude you literally just we just we were just on doing the sixers recap if you want you can check that back out again link is in my uh in in my bio for the youtube channel you can check out my thoughts on the uh, sixers and the pelicans game we just got that done um what's up red eye nate what's happening we got the farzy show what's happening farzy let's go mark farzetta what's going on Mark's got some great takes on the flyers, so you guys make sure you guys check that out. Make sure you guys follow uh, the Farzy Show for sure, man. Uh, SXTHXNRY, appreciate you for checking on in, but again, I apologize. We're going to keep it uh, hockey-related. Uh, let me see. Uh, awesome stuff. Thank you so much for checking in. Appreciate it, uh, TikTok. Appreciate it. Uh, Dylan, 11.45 or 12.45. I'm not sure what that means. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh, because of the okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh I'm not ready in the uh in, in the head for Giroud to go. Uh yeah, man, Dylan. I, I, listen, tonight he had another great uh performance uh for the Flyers. Um again leads all forwards on time time on the ice. And tonight he tied actually Cam Atkins had the most shots on goal, but he had the second most tied with Oscar Lindblom with two. Uh, but he's been playing really well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do at the trade deadline. I I, I don't know what they're thinking. Um, if we're going to trade Claude, I want it to be a good haul. Um, and I and I've been you know tossing this around in general. Like if what are like if we're thinking about a rebuild, what are we doing to kind of blow this up? Who are we giving away? Who are we trading away in the start of a rebuild? Obviously, you know your clothes. Your JVRs, I would honestly part with Sean Couturier as well. Um, and then some of these younger guys like Ivan Provorov, excuse me, Travis Konechny, uh, heck, Joel Farabee. I would love to keep Joel Farabee, but like those guys you got to start thinking about as well. Um, those older guys I mentioned, JVR, uh, Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, I wouldn't mind parting ways with them to get some assets. Uh, JVR really does not have much value. We saw what happened last year, especially during the expansion draft for Seattle. No one really wants James Van Riemsdyk, and that's because of the money he makes. Um, he's not really much of va uh, value as well. So it is really tough, but Claude is really the one that we're going to be keeping our eyes out um, come trade deadline time. What's up, Phil? We got Phil in the building. DSM. Shouts to DSM Media. What's happening, guys? Shouts to Kata Hat, who's been doing a great job on the uh, TikToks for DSM and in general. Can't wait to get him on some of these DSM shows, man. Uh, Dylan, an old guy when I was getting my booster tells me how he was from Voorhees and I was wearing my Flyers jersey. And he said in high school they won the cup and he's saying how he watches every game. Do you hear that, guys? First off, Dylan, fantastic story. I appreciate you uh, sharing that story. But this gentleman, I'm sure is older now, in high school watched the Flyers win the cup. It's been over 50 years of this drought of the Stanley Cup, man. And right now for Flyers fans, all we can do is just look at the past. And I hate doing that. I really do. But what else do we have to look forward to? We Like, our future looks bleak. 
Like we don't know what the light at the end of the tunnel looks like. Because right now we are stuck in like a we're we're, we're stuck in in, in in caved. We're trapped in this cave, man. We can't get out. That's what it feels like, man. Watches every game and he asked me what is happening to the boys. It's not the same old. I said, listen, next year we will be better. And for like 30 minutes, tells me his flyers in 1975, and I almost cried. Yeah, dude, I love those stories. I love chopping up with the old heads. Um, it doesn't matter what sport it is, but they have some great stories. And obviously, like, you know, we can watch like 75 and 76, but we don't know what it was like living there in living color. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's definitely pretty cool, man. Uh, Chuck needs to go tomorrow and leave. Yeah, like Dylan, like this John Torchetti move, like it goes to show his mentality and how he he views hockey building or team building. He's stuck in like the 2000s as far as team building goes. He is part of the problem as as why is this Flyers team is always like a step behind of the rest of the league. It's it just not. It, it, I, he's got to go. He just flat out got to go. I saw a podcast. Um, by uh, it's, I, I'm blanking on the name of it, but it's two who are from Minnesota. Um, talk about the Chuck Fletcher. They're literally roasting Chuck Fletcher, and they are they were so true. I'll have to look that up. Um, but Chuck literally threw everything for Rasmus Ristolainen, and I do like Risto, but right now, if you look at the trade, we kind of lost that trade. I mean, Robert Haig is actually serviceable for the Buffalo Sabres, and they got some draft picks for uh, Ristolainen as well. So. We definitely lost that one, man. What what happened to TK, Frost, Atkinson, and Keith Yandel? They not doing shit to help. Um, so, yeah, I mean, TK's kind of been lost. I don't know what his deal is. I, he needs to get back to that, like, shithead mentality. He's always been that pest. Uh, and he's just got to be more aggressive, especially in front of the uh, net. Just get down and dirty. Uh, Morgan Frost, I mean, dude, that delay of game in that, third period was huge you know you get the delay game they go on a power play it was a great power play kill for a special teams unit that's been abysmal both on the pk and the power play um and then see shortly after that the owners grab some momentum from that power play they get the goal but they grab momentum and then they get the goal and that's a young mistake by a young player morgan frost and cam atkinson has been tough i actually i've been liking cam's game I know uh, the consistency hasn't been there as far as a score uh, goal scoring, um, but he's he's a shoot first type of forward. And that's really what we needed, and I, I would have done that trade again. I know you guys love Jakub Voracek, but I would have done that trade again for sure. And Keith, man, he's old, dude. He man is old as dirt. <laughs> Nine hundred sixty-five straight games. That should just tell you everything, man. Uh, if we don't beat the Kings, I don't care what to do anymore. Uh, it it's very well likely that we could lose to the Los Angeles Kings. It is very well likely. Um, they actually just came off of a shootout loss to the New York Rangers yesterday. Um, now, on the last five games, they have uh, a shootout loss, a win over the Devils, a loss over the Avs, a loss over the Lightning, and a loss over the Sharks. So, um, And currently, right now, they are sitting third in the Pacific. The Ducks, surprisingly, in second place. Very interesting. They have 48 points sitting in third place. So it's going to get very interesting. Those Oilers, man, that's, that's that's rough, man. Anyone notice what's going on in Edmonton? That's rough, man. Yeah, Kings are a solid team with some good young players mixing with some of those uh, old Stanley Cup guys. I think Drew Dowdy's still there. 
Uh, I think Kopitar still there as well. Dustin Brown, Jonathan Quick still there as well. So it's a nice little mix, man. I uh, gotta feel bad for the young. Yeah, these young cats, man. They they they're anticipated to kind of help this Flyers team, and and it's just it's just been tough, man. Jim Jackson sounds impressed, and yeah, dude, just imagine like trying to cover it, and and the same thing with with like uh, Mark Zumoff and Ma- Malik Rose back when they were covering the uh, the process Sixers. Like that's tough, night in and night out. You kind of have to you know get people amped up and excited, and you got to inform the people about this team that is just playing so bad. And for Jim Jackson and and, uh, and uh, for Jonesy, it's it's just rough, man. I feel for those guys. Even Taron Hatcher and Al Morganti uh, and uh, and uh, Scott Hartnell when he's there every now and then, it's just rough, man. When Jim, I think I might cry. Yeah, dude, Jim Jim's Jim's a great one. He's very underrated in the city. Uh, I hope he, I don't think he'll be going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, man, screw screw the front office. That's for sure, Dylan. Uh, feels like in 1975, every Flyers player, they would do anything they want. The guy told me how the Flyers team would get drunk and miss their gear for the next. Yeah, dude, there are some serious, crazy stories about those Flyers teams back in the 70s, especially at Rexy's, man. If y'all know anything about Rexy's, y'all it's still it's still alive. Rexy's was the big Flyers bar for the players back in those days. It was like a short 10 minute uh, drive from from South Philly. Uh, so that was definitely the big one for those guys back in those days. But. Yeah, it's, def- it's definitely, definitely rough. So, but um, next up for the Flyers, guys, they'll be back at it. Um, what is this? So they ha- actually they'll have a couple days off. They'll have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. They'll be back at it on Saturday. They'll be back at the center to face off against the Los Angeles Kings. This will be a one o'clock puck drop. We'll see what happens. They do play better at one o'clock at home. Obviously, not away in Buffalo. That was an absolutely atrocious game. Um, but this is going to be it's going to be interesting. I mean, the Kings, you know, they, they, they've they been falling off a little bit as of late, but they are still a quality team with some good young players. And I, I just don't know what to anticipate here for the Flyers. But the thing is, they have three days to prepare for this game. This has to you got to snap this. You have if you do not win on on Saturday, they will not win a game for January, a whole month, a whole entire month. They will not win a single game. That is pretty bad. So this has to get turned around Saturday, Saturday. All right. That's it for me here, guys. Again, your Philadelphia Flyer, our Philadelphia Flyers fall to the uh, to the New York Islanders 4-2-3. I'll be back at it on Saturday against those stinking Kings. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget to make, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys subscribe to Oyen Philly Sports for all your podcasts on there. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Ed Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Flyers. Talk to you guys soon.